Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Around the world, she fills huge stadiums, arenas, and concert halls, bigger than the Radio City Music Hall and Carnegie Hall. But North America, she is still a mystery to be discovered, but you're going to discover her today. Her online platform of music, sensual healing videos, courses, and events are impacting women everywhere, freeing them from emotional trauma, self-doubt, anxiety, limitations, self-reincarnation, and much, much more. Using her form of singing, she produces the sound pill. Stay tuned and don't go away so you can experience her firsthand and learn more on the Transform You Live show. Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show. If you have already begun your personal transformation journey or you want to start one, this is the place to do it where we share stories, books, and much more valuable information to help you along your step forward. Let's tune in now. I'm an Australian woman, but interestingly enough, I'm an Australian woman who lives in Russia and uh, I'm 52 years old. I am a singer. I'm the composer of my music. And if I were to name the genre or the style of the music, uh, it's really difficult to name. So I simply call it the most feminine music on the planet. It's really mm. sensual. And uh, it's been made to help people wake up, especially women, um, to bring them into their love, into their body, to help them to dance. It's for men and women when they want to make love. It's for women when they want to bang babies. Uh, it's, um, it's grown out of originally a career that began uh, as a young woman uh, from the age of 18. And I was originally trained in the conservatorium as a jazz musician. And uh, I, I really really went in a completely different direction in my early to mid-twenties. And that's a whole other story. But the result of it was that I transformed from being a jazz singer to being a composer of a whole new culture of music that reflected what was slowly, slowly evolving. And I would say now it's starting to fruit on the planet. And that is music for people to help them wake up. So not only is the music for listening, for dancing to, but it's also been created for practice, for meditation practice, for healing, uh, for healing, for um, emotional cleansing practices, um, for dance practice, and uh, something that uh, eventually happened for me about five years ago was not just the composition of music for, um, you know, for listening, for concerts, etc., but a new or you could say almost like an ancient voice uh, woke up in me that I had seen in my early 20s, but it came to fruition in my late 40s. And um, that voice uh, has the capacity to work in a very, very special way. I can right. sing about three or four different frequencies with my voice in wow. one, just one voice. So my voice splits 
into overtones, above, below, etc. And so I married this world of art, you know, of the composer, of the performing artist, of the dancer, with the world of practice. So I've created, um, on the other side of the world, from you in Russia, Europe, concerts where I'm marrying the art with meditation. So I'll have 6,000 people, for example, where I'm giving them a specific practice, like to open up their heart or to open up their third eye, the pineal gland. And at the same time, I'm also singing uh, these overtones with this, with this special voice. So people go into very, very deep states of consciousness mm-hmm. um, in a big, big space together. And at the same time with this project, it's a multimedia project. So I think we're probably one of the first to do this, but we created um, a visual uh, depiction of what the aura is doing as somebody is seen. So I'm projected onto a massive screen. At the same time, my aura is projected onto a massive screen. Wow. And and then there's nature images woven in of immense beauty. And so people can actually see when I'm seeing how the aura is moving on an enormous um, screen. And then they have surround sound. So the sound is going right into the body. So people go to a lot of healing, they go to a lot of realizations, and mostly I would say the biggest gift that I, I bring to people or people constantly reflect is that this reconnection to their body, uh, to the earth mother, and often to the cosmos, to this inner cosmos, they experience a very deep state of uh, this meditation, understandings about their life, and uh, so it's very, very beautiful, the live work that I do. And then I have a whole nother world, which is a platform, um, paraquire.com, and it is an online course platform. Most of the courses for women, but not all. And those courses have been designed um, from my years and years of experience delving into my own healing path, creating new practices that involve voice, breath, dance, uh, emotional cleansing, on all kinds of levels. There's about 15 courses online. So people from around the world will go online and uh, do courses with me to go through that realization process or particular healing that that they need or they might birth babies through the birthing (laughs) course or learn about opening up their orgasmic body, all kinds of, you know, it's women's world essentially. I love it. You know, this is really powerful, and it sounds like you are transforming worlds, and as you have transformed your own self, you have done some massive work on yourself, and you have overcome some, some different um, traumas in your life. Um, you know, they say um, those who are able to heal, you know, have um, done some incredible healing work themselves. Um, you know, do you mind sharing, uh, you know, a little bit of your, uh, the touch of your story, you, you know, your, your past uh, trauma that, you know, um, that you were able to get over and manage to heal, you know, and how did you manage to heal through that? Sure. I mean, I was actually, I came into the body with a family that had a genetic condition that was passed down the line to all the women. So my mother gave me the gift that her grandmother gave to her, and that was twisted uh, legs. So the hips roll in, the knees roll in, the feet roll in, and progressively through life. This condition gets worse and worse until you're almost like in an arthritic cripple kind of condition. But 
it kicks in very young. So when I was a young girl, my feet really start to turn in. And when I ran, I ran like a duck. When I walked, I walked like a duck, you know. And I was teased a lot as a child because uh, children just couldn't understand. Like, was I trying to be sexy when I walked? So I had a lot of teasing, you know, mm. as you can imagine. And um, because um, my mother went through a lot of stress when I was a baby, uh, she didn't understand my condition, even though she knew about it with another family member who went through it younger. And uh, so she missed this small window that we have as a baby when the bones are soft to be able to reorient structure. And so finally, when I was 11 years old, and the reason why she missed it was because um, it's fair call, it's a fair call that she missed it because my father drowned mysteriously when I was three years old, and I was the fourth of um of the children I was the fourth child so you know the focus was definitely not at that stage on the fourth child so they missed this condition and the doctors when they saw it they said we can't help you until your next growth window is just when you're 11 years old and so when I finally came to that that stage it's a pretty horrific surgery what they would do is dislocate the femurs from the hips roll them out then plaster you for six months on both legs at a time. And I was terrified of this potential. <laughs> but just before my 11th birthday, they said, you know, we, we want to experiment with a new approach to this condition. Are you interested in that? And I said, what does it mean? And they said, it means that we'll cut the femur, the bone between the hip and the knee on both legs, we'll cut them straight through, We'll roll the bottom part from above the knee all the way down. We'll twist them outwards inside. And then we'll pin them with metal rods. Regrow the bones. So instead of your legs turning inwards, they'll be mm -hmm. straight. And uh, so, of course, you know, this was a much shorter procedure. It was like three yeah. or four months. Well, the other was like a year process. So I said, okay, let's try our best to try and so they did it and uh, so I was in plaster cast from the hips down and it was a pretty rough surgery and the result of it was that I would say it was very unsuccessful okay. but it was um, an incredibly powerful picture for me because I was very alone through the journey and that's a whole other story why my mother couldn't be there but um, they put me in a center for disabled kids, a rehabilitation center, because I couldn't walk and I was too heavy to carry with these plaster cars. I was in a wheelchair. Yeah, and in Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I I spent these months in this rehabilitation center, and all these kids were disabled. Like they would never walk again. Some of them drooled. Some of them had mental conditions, but most of them had physical conditions. And they kind of looked at me with despise because I was a rehabilitation case, which meant that once I got my cast off, theoretically, I was going to walk again. 
Okay. And I went through this incredible realization of the most simple thing that when we have a body that works and we can walk, we have such an incredible possibility to live a life that we want to live. But for these kids, imagine their parents had put them in there because they didn't know how to cope with them and they would spend all their childhood in this rehabilitation centre and then eventually go out into the world in wheelchairs. And I understood that I would be a walking, normal human being. And that that realisation made me understand that there was no amount of pain that I could go through that I couldn't get through. I just yeah. had to be brave. And if I was brave, then I would be able to live the life that I wanted to live, you know. Yeah. And it was just one of those lessons that turned me from being a child to the realization of what it is to be grown up and the value of life itself. So that was a massive change. The surgery was successful in the sense that my legs were straight, but by the time I was 18, I was in a constant state of chronic sciatica. I was limping. I felt like an 80-year-old woman <laughs> at the stage of my life. <laughs> and uh, it was very, very painful to, to live with it. And um, so, so, you know, there was some of my early journeys with my legs. And I somehow managed to bring it to enough of a state of balance later in my life that even though on a daily level I have a lot of um, the pain can be you know up or down depending on what I'm doing but actually I learned to use the pain as a doorway to realize my body has a source of life right and that source of life is not broken it's not a, a failed operation, it is the flow of life. And that if I tune myself and allow my body to open to this flow of life daily, then that power that is much greater than even my personal body will nourish me. And, and that's what led me very early on to be looking into meditation, healing, mm. Reiki, all those things. I was exploring when I was 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh my! And um, my mother thought I was totally crazy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I turned vegetarian, I think, in 1985. Like there were not a lot of vegetarians back then. No. <laughs> and uh, so everyone in my family really didn't understand at all. But this pain definitely was one of those keys for me to keep myself strong and keep myself looking, looking, looking to the source for truth, to the source of love, to the source of life. And I would say that is is what I, I realized, you know, how to access that and how to bring that uh, beauty, that life force, just like a, you know, a tree sucks it up from the earth and, you know. It, it's beautiful, it's naturally itself, you know, and we all draw nourishment from it. You know, that's what I feel my body became. So I became like that walking tree that is able to nourish myself and then eventually, as I integrated that understanding, 
be able to nourish um, other people because I realized being the singer that I am, the frequency, the healthy frequencies of life. And that's what my life became devoted to through right. that doorway of pain, was finding out what is truly healing music, what is this voice truly capable of. Wow, you know, that, you know, the flow of the flow of music and just the, the flow and the frequency, you know, like, you know, like, you know so many key words, uh, you know, that I'm hearing, uh, that, that, that you got from your own self-discovery and, and, and now you are teaching it to others as a wisdom teacher and as a shaman, you know, you, you put, you're putting, you know, you're healing others. So, let's, let's jump into that, you know, because like, you know, you made yourself into the unknown and, and, and it took, it took bravery, you know, it takes bravery and, and bravery is a huge part of, you know, what you uh, have used to, to understand the, the whole adult journey, uh, which is, you know, a part of the, you know, once you become an adult, you know, you, you need a lot of bravery to, to deal with, like, uh, some of the, some of the pressures, some of the, some of the things that comes your way and, you know, you have to mm. stand, stand up and courage. And, and absolutely. And, you know, and, and for, uh, for you, you know, uh, uh you know, your, your teaching, you know, like, um, just your teachings, you know, I, I know that, um, you, um, you had a, uh, a Native American medicine man that, you know, you became, became the wife of and, um, and how did that come about? And, um, and maybe tell us a little bit about that because that, you know, things, things like that are pivotal, you know, to, uh, to, to shaping us and shaping, you know, um, shaping how we began to, um, put our practices into, you know, what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I had to be very, very just before my 18th birthday because my auntie said to me, oh, you know, you're not going to be what you think you are in your life, you know, which I thought I was going to be a psychologist, by the way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my mother really pushed me hard in that direction. She certainly did not want me to be a musician because my grandparents, were musicians, that her parents were musicians, and she said, oh my God, I never want that for my daughter, she'll never be a musician, you know. So my first, you know, lesson of bravery, in a sense, for standing for myself, was to say, actually there's an enormous passion here, and even though I had pushed it down for those, up until that point, up until I was 17, I had to um, move away from my mother's field of influence uh, which is what I did, and uh, I was given a vision at that time in my life, and uh, a friend who I moved in with, which well, wasn't a friend when I moved into her house, but she became a friend, she said to me, you know, what would you do with your life if you had no obstacles, you know? And what if you could sing? Because she recognized I could sing and I wasn't training in singing. <laughs> she said, what would you do with your life? Like, Who would you sing for? Like, what would it look like? And I wrote down this vision. And I'm 17, turning 18, and I said, you know, if I could sing, 
I would sing for healing for people, not just to entertain them, not just kind of emotional songs, but I would sing for healing, like to really help people in many, many different levels, emotionally, physically, etc. And uh, when I was 18, my mother's sister said to me, you know, you definitely won't be a psychologist, you're going to be a singer, and you're going to be a jazz singer, and you're going to go to conservatorium. And this seems like, like the most crazy vision that someone could have for me at this stage in my life because I didn't have the training for it. And how do you get into a conservatorium with no musical training, right? <laughs> so talk about having to be brave. I said, my whole body just switched on when my auntie gave me this vision. She said, you're going to be a great jazz singer. You're going to go to conservatorium. You're even going to go to America, she said to me, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the next year, I spent training with a private teacher. I did waitressing at night, and I sang and I sang and I sang and I sang. I got into the conservatory the next year. Total miracle! Like I shouldn't have gotten in. There were much more talented people, I think, or much more dedicated people in terms of their history of musical training. So this was my opening into music, where I was accepted to conservatorium, I went through the jazz training. But after some years of this, so I was about five or six years in, and I'm 23 years old, right? And I've finished my training, and I've gone to the biggest city in Australia, which is Sydney, mm-hmm. I've hit the jazz scene, I'm like, I'm here, you know, I want to be the best. And of course, I got slammed into the pavement because I was nobody in that big city. And mm-hmm. uh, I kind of had to really claw my way up. And being a woman's not easy too because we had a lot of sexual interest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I got through that journey. And after I was a few years into it, I suddenly realized... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertising. I was not fulfilling that vision mm-hmm. and that, that I was lost, you know, trying to be this kind of sexy jazz singer in a big city. I felt very lonely, even though success was all over me. I felt very, very lonely and um, very up and down, like very reactive after my concerts. I'd be like high and then low and almost feeling like, like I was losing it, you know, almost suicidal. And then one day, I had a very deep experience in one of those post-concert moments where I felt very low. And I went through this, um, I was looking for an answer. And for me, one of the places 
in nature that really resonates with me is the ocean. It's mm. like a voice, you know, of pure, pure power. And I had grown up by the ocean. The ocean had taken my father. The ocean is just a constant companion in a positive way, in a negative way, but just always there for me, you know. And I stood on the edge of a cliff and I said, I called her mother, and I said, Mother, please help me. I'm so lost in the city. I'm oh. so successful, but I feel so lost. Please guide me. And then these winds were singing all around me. The waves were crashing below. And I, I started to feel as though it was enveloping me, so being a thing, of course. And, mm-hmm. and I, for the first time, I sang, not as a musician, but I sang totally intuitively, following the melody of the wind, you know, Ooh, these kind of um, sounds. And it took me so deeply inside, I think two hours passed. But when I came out of this state of connection, I realized that I suddenly felt better, like everything suddenly made sense. So I went yeah. back to this place on the edge of the mountain for... Uh, two weeks, every day, every day, everything. And then I had a realization that the very source of music was what I was looking for. Wow. This was more than a style, more than a genre, more than being, you know, technically brilliant, even more than being adored. But I was looking for that source of music. Where did it come from, you know? And uh, after these two weeks on the edge of this cliff daily, daily, I I fell into this um, feeling as though the body dissolved into the earth. And and this energy rose through me, like through every cell, a dissolved feeling. And I was flooded with this wave of enormous love, enormous love. And I felt this presence, this feminine presence, which was huge like so vast, and I suddenly understood that every vibration that we hear, that we make, is her, is the mm. vibration of her, the great feminine principle that expresses through our Mother Earth. And I realized that no matter whether we're good, we're bad, whether we're happy, we're sad, she's pouring this vibration through all of life, you know. And I said to her, wow, I feel totally here. And this is where the biggest love is. And if I can help other people to realize that this is where the source of life is, this is, it's inside and inside this connection through the body to the earth. And that she's, constantly sending this frequency of life everywhere through this planet. And I said to her, if there's any way I can sing for you to, or to help other people understand this great um, principle that you are of life, this great energy yeah. source, I'm yours. Like, just sing to me. I had no idea how to do that, you know, <laughs> at that stage. <laughs> yeah. Still a you know. Well, within two weeks, my crazy auntie, she rang me and she said, there's a Native American um, Indian medicine man coming to uh, the city. Mm-hmm. And she said, you need to go and see him. So this is the same auntie that's giving me the vision. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the crazy answer. I said, okay, I'll go. So I went to this huge festival. It was like a spiritual New Age festival. So this is like 1993, I think. And there was this sound. I, I came into this huge conference hall. And there was a sound of this voice. You, 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 and I followed the sound. And there was this lady who was standing on the stage, and he was in full regalia, you know, leather and bones and feathers, and and my whole body was just like electrified. And so after he finished, I went to him and I said, I would like to spend more about your people's lives, singing, chanting, you know, and. Uh, and he looked at me up and down. I was very sexually dressed, I have to say, at the time. <laughs> so I felt a little uncomfortable by that. And uh, he said, little lady, why don't you come on stage with me and sing tomorrow? And I said, but you don't know if I can sing. And he said, then sing for me. So I sang for him a new song that I had just created on the side of this uh, cliff by the ocean. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, you're definitely coming to see me. So the next day, I went on, I stood on stage with him, totally blank. I had no idea what I was going to sing. But he had all these people, just from the audience, drumming on stage. And the heartbeat started. And so I just let go of my fear because I was trembling in fear. This was not a stage I was familiar with. I was singing no jazz songs here, you know. And uh, I let this energy come up through me that I had experienced, you know, on the side of the cliff by the ocean. And next thing, this voice came through me and sang for like, I don't know, five, ten minutes. Just let, it was nothing like I had sung, certainly on the jazz stage. And at the end of it, there was a sea of people just watching, yelling, like clapping and this Native American man, he just came and grabbed me. He was like a big fat man, like a big bear. He just grabbed me and he said, little lady, I've been waiting for you. You have many roads to travel, many people to meet. And that's how we met. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was very challenging meeting this man because I was quite conscious even though I was quite young. Yeah. And I was aware of what a man looked like who carried power. And I was really mm-hmm. aware that this man had a lot of women around him. So I was, you know, very cautious. And, and I went on a first date with him or a meeting with him. And he said to me on that first uh, meeting, he said, he first of all he gifted me a lot of things which native people do, drums and rattles and books and it was just incredible, you know, showering me just. And then he said, Would you marry me? And I said, What? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have my whole career in front of me. He said, Okay, all right. You won't marry me. I said, No way And he said, Okay, well, will you have my baby? <laughs> I was just like Children were so far off my radar at that stage in my life. I said, absolutely no way. I'd probably have kids when I was 40, you know. Okay. And um, and then he said, well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. He said, but you will be my wife and you will have my baby. 
And at that stage, I should have run, you know. <laughs> but I didn't because this man carried this phenomenal uh, connection to the voice and to some kind of mystery that was bigger than the mystery in my own life. And uh, I knew that he had the answer to the question that I had asked you know, that feminine spirit, like, how do I sing? How do I sing like this? I knew this man had the answer. So I was kind of trapped in his web because yeah. I knew that he was the one. And at the same time, it was like my whole body was in a state of, I know you. I've always known you, you know? Have you ever met someone like that before where you meet them and you go, I know I know you, I know everything about you? Yes, I have met someone like that before. Indeed. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible feeling. Yeah, it, it's really it's scary because time stops and you just you're not prepared for something like that because it's something beyond your normal shopping list or what your mind says it wants or you know. And so for me, it just blew my reality apart totally. I resisted for a couple of months, but eventually I went over to New Mexico. And uh, I lived with him. <laughs> the upshot of the story is that I lived with him for 11 years. And, of course, I did end up having a child. <laughs> but, but mostly, and by the way, the next comment was after that was, oh, and I'm going to have six other wives, and I really have two or three at home. And um, that's why I was saying this is crazy and I should have run. But, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I did. <laughs> and uh, so... A whole world over those years uh, opened up, and my healing process went deeper and deeper. My connection to being able to hear something beyond the normal, you know, like to being yeah. able to pull this sound and this chance and this understanding from another place inside. We could say it was out of the earth, we could say it was from the universe, but this connection to a lot of ceremony and being. Uh, in the sweat lodge ceremony, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but uh, it's a healing ceremony where it's uh, like a black uh, yeah. yeah. So I went to a lot of ceremonies and things over those years, and eventually I became the teacher of all that I, I learned there. But after about 12 years, I, after 11 years, I left him because I understood that I had a bigger pathway to follow. And I really need to let go of all the native um, medicine and ceremonies that I had done because of something people again following me. So that's how he came into my life and that's how this whole new understanding and approach to the music was born. So I think in those 11 years, I think I recorded about two new CDs and it was totally different music to anything I'd ever created. Uh, before and I started touring uh, Europe, America, uh, Australia, and New Zealand uh, in those years. Some with him, some solo. You know, I like that. Wow, well, that that is definitely beautiful, and that really, you know, gives us a truly understanding of you know how you you know um, you know really you know, arrived to where you are now, and really remarkable story and. The one who makes the gods come down from heaven to help people. <laughs> yeah, uh, one quote that was written by you. Uh, you know, so like, you know, as we like, you know, um, arrived to, you know, 
in time um, where we are um, as far as wrapping up here. Yeah, right, um, I just want to give you an opportunity though to like maybe even just maybe share something that maybe we don't know, or, you know, maybe maybe some wisdom or, uh, or anything that's that's on your mind. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you know where my work has has brought me to now is uh, it's very interesting because when I first was creating you know the music uh, and then eventually the evolution of that over the last um, twenty maybe twenty eight years you know it's been incredible to see that when I began you know this work the consciousness was a lot younger. And people were not really ready yet for what I had to share. But as the pressure on the planet has increased, and then with dramatic things like COVID coming in, um, with more and more uh, corruption, more and more viral uh, internet activity, you know, more pressure on humanity, it's been really phenomenal to see how we are waking up. May not be the masses, but the minority is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And people are becoming uh, more and more devoted to knowing the truth of who they are. And that makes my work a lot easier because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to explain something to people that seems so crazy. It's just like, yes, it's obvious now. We have to return to the body. We can't live in a um, in a fake reality of you know TV or of um, the internet or um, some ideal dream of materialism. You know that without that connection to love and to really loving your body. And loving the source, you know, that flow of life. Without this connection to life itself, the planet is in, is in really uh, a lot of chaos. And everybody that is doing practice to return themselves, and it's a daily, I would say it's a daily process, Absolutely. because the pressure of the world is so strong, that it's a daily practice to bring yourself into the body through breath, through meditation, some people do yoga, etc. And that's why I created this whole uh, feminine meditation world and way to transform um, a lot of the trauma and grief that we carry in the body so that we can actually deeply, sensitively, intuitively feel the body awake, feel it alive. Um, so for me, the, the terrible things that have happened have actually really served to wake up humanity. I remember when COVID happened and uh, my reaction, you know, as being somebody who brings new practices and music uh, soundtracks to heal people, you know, my reaction was to create a free online course to bring people out of that stress, that fear, that anxiety and back into harmony. And I can do that in about 15 minutes where the person goes into practice, comes into their body, I'm guiding them in, and then they hear this super cosmic soundtrack, which is my voice, you know, in layers. And 
And thousands and thousands of people were downloading this course and getting incredible turnarounds immediately out of the, the soup, you know, that was impressed on the human condition. Yes. To realize, you know, wow, this is me, it's okay, you know, yes, there's a sickness around, but this is me, this is who I am, this is my love, this is my life, you know. Mm-hmm. So that course is on, still on the website for free, actually, and that, that one is available for men and for women. Um, but, you know, people, especially women, will find that there's a whole world of courses there to serve them, to really give them amazing practices, to make them feel very juicy, very beautiful, <laughs> and to feel this source of love inside. Yeah, so that, that's very much what I've got to offer your um, audience. And, of course, the music. You know, there's 10 music CDs on that site, on paraquire.com. So there's music for everything, you know, there's women's marches, there's music for making love, there's music for birthing babies, uh, there's chill out, there's, there's all kinds of, uh, of, uh, CDs there for, for your audience. So you can look around on paraquire.com and, and, um, look into a, into a world maybe there's not seen or that they know inside themselves that maybe hasn't been married exactly this way for a woman who's realized, you know, who she is and has translated that through frequency and art and practice. Outstanding. Well, well, thank you so much, Sarah Quill. Uh, and I got, I got that correct, right? Yeah. Well nice. Then. <laughs> nice. You know, so, um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, boys and girls, we, we just talked with Paraquel, uh, her online platform of music, sensual healing videos, courses and events impacting women, uh, some stuff from men too, as well, mm-hmm. that are on, on the platform. You know, you get free from emotional trauma, self-doubt, anxiety, limitations, uh, self-recrimination, uh, and much, much more. You can know, use her form of singing, uh, to, you get the help, you know, she has the sound pill for you. Uh, she has helped many people deal with stress and anxiety uh, during the pandemic. Uh, she's still doing it. Has very unique and beautiful gifts uh, that mm-hmm. has a vast effect on human conditioning uh, for people. So, you know, it, it's been a pleasure. I hope to have you on again. You know, uh, we just we just touching and scratching the surface. <laughs> you know, there's, there's so much more to you. You know, like uh, you, you like an onion, and you know, and your work is remarkable. Uh, as well as the music, so I, I can't wait to get get more of it myself and, and uh, pull in more of it. And uh, I, I know I can use a lot of, a lot of it for my own own um, continuing to healing healing journey. Uh, so 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 thank you, Pierquell. Uh, we uh, thank you, Marcus. Yeah, if you even if you work with this stress and anxiety, it'll really this track is really will help your body to find the the balance in its own healing process you're going through now yourself. So. Yeah. Um, but it's really a great pleasure to, to meet you, to meet your audience, and uh, thank you for your loving support. Yes, namaste. Namaste. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love. We are done for the day. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.